welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Lift your two hands and thank him. Bless his name. Thank him. Exalt his name. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank him for what he's about to teach us. Thank him that he has brought us together for his word to be expounded to us. Thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Somebody shouted, thank you, Jesus. Say that, thank him for the word that is coming. Thank him for his teaching. That your life will never be the same again. I want you to speak the language of the Holy Spirit. Stir up your spirit. Eya palaga da bakasha de lebekada zeketelega de brege shedelebe intalagada marakatala makabayas zebele kedebea shabalahayas yes lord rababo shadababa eya katala bakadelebekadayas we thank you O god for your spirit we thank you O god for your word that is coming to us in the name of Jesus. Father, let your name be praised as we study your word. Take us through your scriptures with clear understanding and bring us to a place where we will dwell forever in your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seat wherever you are. And if you are joining us online, you are welcome to our teaching service. I'm Pastor Prince and I pray that the teaching tonight will help you to understand how you should live your life to please God and to command a blessing over your life. Let's pray over the word. Father, let the teaching of your word bring light and understanding to the simple. In Jesus' name, amen. Tonight I'm teaching on the subject, labor for a blessing. Tell somebody, labor for a blessing. Tell somebody, labor for a blessing. Say, I'm going to labor for a blessing. Philippians chapter 3, verse number 14. Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. And we will move to 
First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. The Bible said about Paul, Paul speaking to the church in Philippi. He said, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I press towards the, the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Give me the message version. I am off and running and I am not returning back. NLT version. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Jesus Christ or Christ Jesus is calling us. Give me the message version. The message version. The amplified version, sorry. I press on towards the goal to win the supreme and heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us upward. Tell somebody labor for a blessing. Tell somebody labor for a blessing. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more. Somebody tell yourself, I will labor more. Tell somebody, I will labor more. And tell yourself, I will labor more. He said, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. That means that if we decide to labor, we can labor. If we decide, if we tune our mind to labor, we can labor because the grace of God is with us. He said that, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Give me the message version of this. He said, but because God was so gracious, so very generous, here I am. And I am not about to let his grace go to waste. Haven't I worked hard? Tell somebody work hard. And tell yourself, I will work hard. And say, I'm going to labor for a blessing. Say, in the name of Jesus, in this year and the years to come, I will labor for a blessing. In the name of Jesus. Okay, so I'm entering into the teaching. At least you have gotten an, an overview. I haven't I worked hard trying to do more than any of the others? Even then, my work didn't amount to all that much. It was God giving me the work to do. God giving me the energy to do it. So if we decide to do the work, God is going to give us the energy, the strength, the wisdom, and the passion, and all that we need, God is the one going to make available to us what we need to do the work. Now, there are many things you can do to obtain
obtain a blessing. There are many things you can do to obtain a blessing. And instead of doing things to obtain a curse, I believe that it is time for us to do things to obtain a blessing. It's time for us to engage in things. Remember, we are talking about engaging the seeds of destiny. There are many things you can do to obtain a blessing. And there are many things you can also do to obtain curses. And tonight, I'm going to try to show us some things you can do, some things you can do to obtain a blessing. Now, instead of doing things to get rich, we must do things to get a blessing. We must do things, we must work at getting a blessing than riches. Most of the times, I don't know how the system has become, but everybody seems to fight for riches and money. But what you should be doing is that you must be working hard towards obtaining a blessing. Say a blessing. Because money can fly. But a blessing cannot fly. A blessing will change your life. So the question is, what must I be doing to obtain or procure or work in blessing? You have to spend more of your time, more of your resources, more of your energy, and even more of your money on things that specifically drive you into the blessings of God. More of our time, more of our energy, more of our money, more of our resources into things that will drive us into the blessings of God. There are also many things that can generate curses in our lives. There are many things that can generate curses in our lives. There are most, of, most people in church and most people in the world are generating curses on their own self. But if you have an option to generate a blessing and a curse, I think that the right thing you should do is to drive towards obtaining a blessing over your life, over your family, over your children, over your future. And there is a way, I'm going to share quite a number of them that can help us to order our lives and conduct our lives in a way that will secure the blessings of God in our lives. Why will you aim to be cursed rather than aiming to be blessed? Why will you aim to be rich when you can aim to be blessed? I think that when God visited Abraham, one of the words that kept rhyming in Genesis chapter 12 was the word blessing. Bless, blessing, bless. And I pray that in your life, you will walk with God in a way to secure and procure your blessing in him in the name of Jesus. Aim for the blessing of the Lord. Aim to be blessed. Aim to be planted in the blessing. Aim to be located in the blessing. Aim to live in the atmosphere of the blessing. When you live in the atmosphere of the blessing, you will flourish. When you live outside the blessing, you will struggle. I'm praying for somebody tonight 
that by the time I end this teaching, you will be walking in the blessing of the Lord. You will be walking in the path. Now look at Psalm 1. Just keep it low for me. Yes. Don't increase it. Psalm 1, verse 1. Yeah. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So it means that there is a way you can walk to enter fully into the blessing. So it means if you walk in the counsel, maybe just give me GNT. Maybe if you walk in the counsel of the ungodly, you will never be blessed. Happy are those who reject the advice of evil people. Happy are those who reject the advice of evil people. So who advises you? You want to be blessed? You need to check those who advise you. So happy are those who reject the advice of evil people who do not follow the examples of sinners. So you want to be blessed. You must not follow the example of sinners. As a child of God who wants to remain in the blessing of the Lord, you must not follow the example of sinners or join those who have no use for God. So there are people in the church who don't have any use for God, who follow the example of sinners and who do not reject the advice of wicked people. The advice of wicked people. I went today, that's not where I'm going, but it just came to cross the path. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20. Let it go down a bit. Yeah. A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. So there is a blessing that comes to faithful people. One of the difficult traits in the believer's life is his ability to be faithful. <laughs> Everybody in the church can be born again. But only few men are faithful. So the Bible says, a faithful man who can find. Everybody can be born again, but only a few are faithful. And the Bible is saying that a faithful man shall abound with blessings. When blessings operate in your life for a long time, it silences every curse in your life. The reason many think they are cursed is because they have not worked in enough blessings. When blessings takes over our lives, curses will be no more. Traces of curses will be no more. Events of curses will be no more. Symptoms of curses will be no more. Everything has a symptom. Even poverty. But when a man walks in the blessings of the Lord, gradually the scenes and the pictures of, of, of curses 
are no more recorded in their lives. But when the man is not walking in the path that will lead him, so you are born again, are you faithful? The born again experience gives you the advantage, a whole realm for you to enter into the blessings. But many of us get born again and we get stuck in our walk with God. We don't move even an inch further after the salvation experience. And many people are in church, they grow cold. They walk with God fervently a bit and then they go off. They become used to God. They become used to church. They become used to their pastor. They become used to the atmosphere. They become used to the Bible. They become used to the anointing oil. They become used to the communion. They become used to hallelujah. They become used to pray. They become used to tongues. Shabalabo, shabalabo. They become used to everything and they get stuck. It is very easy to invoke a curse in our days. It's very easy to enter into a curse. There are curses are everywhere. Everywhere. It's very easy to, to contact a curse in our day. A curse is a frustration. A curse is a difficulty. And a curse is when you enter into the dark places of life. Where nothing seems to work. It's very easy for you to enter into a curse. In your business life, in your love life, in your social life, at your workplace. So if you are lazy at your workplace, you enter into a curse. So curses are everywhere. Sometimes you don't need to go and meet it, they will meet you. If you are living in a compound house and one of the tenants have been harboring prostitutes in your house, a curse comes on the compound. How will you escape it? By staying in the blessing. You are in the house and there are people who have gathered in one room doing 419. Cheating people. Robbing them of their money. A curse locates that house. How will you escape that curse? You must remain in the blessing. Can I hear a big Amen. Nothing works when you are operating under a curse. When a man is operating under a curse, nothing works for him. So he will pray and pray and pray, but the curse will cover him and he will not see the light of the day. There are people who are laboring for years. They have nothing to show. It could be a curse. One of the ways to neutralize curses is to activate a blessing. Say activating a blessing. Oh, say activating a blessing. Say activating a blessing. If you are blessed to be the head, you will cancel the curse to be the tail. So why don't we position ourselves to walk in that blessing? But you see many people enter into the kingdom and they live anyhow. All because salvation is free. But discipleship is not free. Discipleship is difficult. Discipleship will cost you. And discipleship is the forming 
of the man to walk in the light of Christ. And that is what will cost you. Salvation is free. Discipleship is never free. Some things must go off. Some, some visions must be clearer. Some passions must drop. Some passions must come. Some, some, some mindset must drop in us. Some must drop off. And that is when you are being formed so that you will, you will not have a form of godliness and deny the power thereof. It takes a blessing to neutralize the curses that comes to us through our own sins and the sins of our fathers. It takes a blessing. Sometimes you enter into houses, you have no idea what took place there before you went to rent. Yeah. Some of the houses, they have raped girls there several times. You don't know. You step in. That is why every house you rent or you buy or you acquire, make sure your man of God goes there and anoints the place for you. Don't joke with it. You go and rent a shop. You, you just start operating. No. Evil takes place in places. The same way good things are happening in places, evil also takes place in places. These people that are being kidnapped, they are being kept somewhere and wickedness is taking place in places. So if one day the people there have evacuated and you, you were rent in a house where they were killing an innocent child there will be a case there am I teaching it is your due time to labor and position yourself into the blessing of the Lord a blessed man is a man who has received blessings into his life and now he has become a blessing he has received the blessing. He has been blessed and blessed and blessed and blessed now. So much so that now he, he too, he has become a blessing. May you enter into a blessing that will never cease. May you enter into the river of blessing. May you enter into the flow of God's blessing. May you enter, may you experience the blessing of the Lord all throughout your years. In the name of Jesus. You can either become a blessed man or a cursed man. Oh, pastor, I am already blessed, I know. But you see, you are blessed to be blessed. Every born again believer is blessed. But there is a level of blessing you have to engage it. Every born again believer is blessed because immediately you become born again, you are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. How do you manifest it? How do you work in it? You have to labor. Paul said, I work harder than the others. So the man who preached more on grace is telling us that he worked harder than the others. He said, God gave the work and God gave the energy to do it. So your laziness must not be a reason of grace by your own slothfulness. You must labor to enter 
into a blessing. And as a church, we must labor to enter into a blessing. Yeah. It is better to be a blessed man than a cursed man. Nobody should convince you on that. Romans, Psalm, Psalm 112 verse 1. Psalm 112 verse 1. You must labor. We, we must labor. The Bible said, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandment. So blessed is the man that feareth the Lord and delight greatly in his commandment. When you fear God and you delight in his commandment, you search out his commandment and you delight in it and obey it, you will be blessed. Now, I want to step into about 10 things you should labor in to be blessed. Number one, keep the commandment of God in your life personally. Personally keep the commandment of God. Personally keep the commandment of God in your life. As you walk with him, Personally keep your, the commandment of God, the instructions of God, practically, personally, personalize it. Psalm 112 verse 1 to 3. Give me the GNT version. It said, the good man's verse 1 to 3. Praise the Lord. Happy is the person who honors the Lord. Who takes pleasure in obeying his commandment? Happy is the person. Happy is the person. Happy is the person. Verse 1. Have not moved. Happy is the person. So you must personally take hold of God's commandments and obey them. Happy is the person. So, in the midst of the crowd, one person can labor, can take hold of life and be blessed amongst the crowd. Happy is that not the people. There's a place where God blesses the people. But you can take a decision to be blessed by you honoring the Lord in your life irrespective of what you see around you. You personally, and those are the people God is looking for. You personally honor the Lord and you personally obey his commands. Verse 2. The good man's children will be powerful in the land. Hallelujah. When you honor the Lord and you personally obey, your children will be powerful in the land. His descendants will be blessed. His family will be wealthy and rich. So you see, that man, this man did not plan to be rich. All he decided to do was to honor the Lord and obey his commandments. And then he entered into all the blessings. So instead of him praying that his children will be honorable and powerful on the land, he honors the Lord. And he obeys his commandment. Then his children becomes mighty. His descendants will be powerful. He will, he will get riches, wealth. Oh, come on, move with me. I have too many scriptures. 
His family will be wealthy and rich. And he will be prosperous forever. Yeah. That is the man who honors God. And who obeys his commandment. You have to believe the word of God. You want to be rich. You want to be wealthy. You want to be prosperous. You want your family, your children to be great. You want your descendants. So this is a man who is not looking at tomorrow. Uh, looking at today. The money. That's why I said labor not to be rich. But labor to be blessed. Because when the blessing comes. It will affect your generation. Because a curse runs through a generation. So also a blessing. But this man must delight himself. In the commandment of God. He must honor the. We must honor the Lord personally. We can be a many in the church, but may the Lord find you as a man or a woman who honors him. Amongst his people, God came to Noah. There were a lot of people. There were a lot of people, but God came to Noah. And when God is visiting this church, may he come to you because you know how to honor him. Yeah. When Obedido honored the Lord by keeping the ark well, the Lord made him this scripture came to pass. Yeah. This scripture came to pass. His family became wealthy. Riches was no problem. Prosperity was everywhere. Because he delighted himself. May, may we become people. Individuals. That is how a mighty army is built. Individuals who honors the Lord. In your heart, the sacredness of honoring God is there. The sacredness. There are more I will share, so let me move on. Number two. Pay and give your tithe. Pay and give your tithe. Malachi chapter 3, verse 8 to 12. Pay and give your tithe. It's so amazing that the people who pay their tithe, they don't complain. But the people who don't tithe are the people who complain. Because the people who tithe, they know what the tithe is doing for them. And they know why they are tithing. And those who don't tithe are the people who have taken it upon themselves to bash pastors who preach about tithing. But you have to labor you have to work hard to make sure that you pay your tithe and honor the Lord with your tithe. Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed me? But ye say, wherein have we robbed thee? And he answered, in tithe and offerings. That means the tithe and the offerings, they belong to the Lord. So when you deny him, when you, you refuse to pay and honor him, he calls you a thief. Hmm. That, no, if something belongs to me and you don't give it to me without my permission, you, have illegal, you are in illegal possession of what belongs to me. And men who honor God and obey his commandment will never do that. 
Remember, God has obedient children and disobedient children. Instead of you choosing to be disobedient, choose to be obedient. It's possible for you to be an obedient child of God. And it's possible for you to be a disobedient child of God. I choose to be an obedient child of God. And when you choose to obey God, he gives you the grace to continue to do it. Won't it be a blessing that for the next 30 years of your life, you will tie to God all the month of the years? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. By the grace of God, I don't remember the last time I didn't tithe in a month. I don't remember. Because you will know within your spiritual genetic makeup that that is the portion of the Lord that you give to him to honor him. Verse 9. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Move on, verse 10, verse 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And ye shall destroy the fruit of, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field. Say yet the Lord of hosts. Verse 12. And all nations shall call you blessed. Labor, tell somebody labor to be blessed. Tell somebody labor to be a blessing. And say labor for a blessing. Yeah. Labor. Don't be slothful. Don't allow the spirit of lukewarmness and laziness trap you on your journey to be blessed. He said, when you do this, you bring that all the tithe and the first fruit and offerings to my house, that there will be food in my house. You bring it to my storehouse that there will be food in my house. I'll open the windows of heaven, number one. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, number two. And all nations, I will, I, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. I'll open the window and pour forth a blessing that you now have a room to receive it. And then say, all nations shall call you blessed. The blessing, or oh, somebody help me with that sound. The blessing that was that was on Abraham. That was declared on Abraham. That was blessed. And, 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 and remember, Abraham tied to Melchizedek. So when you walk in the same principle, you are procuring for yourself a blessing. You are entering fully into a blessing. Am I teaching? There's a sound there. Somebody help me with that sound. Hear some music if it's outside, please. Compare. You see, you, you cannot compare cash. You cannot compare cash with blessing. Are you here? You cannot compare cash with blessing. You cannot compare money with a blessing. As for cash, the last time, 
Mama Ku was saying that she, she kept some cash somewhere. And, and somebody thought it was rubbish. And they threw it into the rubbish dump. And when they were burning the rubbish, they realized they were burning money. Even they didn't realize it. It was a passing by who saw a note that had been burnt halfway. Cash. So cash has been burnt. But you cannot burn away a blessing. No, you can't. Joseph was blessed. You can throw him in prison. The blessing will still speak. Labor for a blessing. He said, if you pay your tithe, may God raise everybody in this house as a tither, as a faithful tither in the name of Jesus. As a faithful tither in the name of Jesus. The blessings of a tither are out of this world experience. For ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Give me the amplified version of that. And all nations shall call you happy and blessed. For you shall be a light of a land of delight. So you look at your life, you realize your life is not a life that people delight in. You must labor to be blessed. You must work hard at Titan. And sometimes most of us are unfaithful with Titan because we don't work hard to tight. We easily chop our tight. Our tight is something we can easily chop. And we miss it every month. When you think, oh, two months, Charlie, I've missed three months. Let me just pay some. No. That means you are doing it as a religious act. You don't know why you tithe. I mean, you don't brush your teeth when you like. You know you must brush your teeth. Are you here? You know, you don't brush your teeth when you like. You don't decide to, to, to fill your tank. You must fill your tank else you can't move the car. So if you keep missing your tithe, you actually don't know what it does for you. You miss it and you don't feel bad. <laughs> no. Labor for a blessing. Tithe. Whatever the Lord gives you, including your salary, tithe. Any preaching notwithstanding, tithe. There are some people who have taken upon themselves to get scriptures to discourage people from tithing. But these same people will raise money. But I've not seen a faithful titan who has ever regretted titan. Yeah. Labor for a blessing. Take a tight card and begin to tithe. Many believers earn a lot of money, but they give it away all to the devourer. Because the principle of titan and the first fruits is gradually leaving the church because liberal Christianity is what we are seeing now. Nobody wants to be instructed. Nobody wants to be coached. Maybe I am I, 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 I'm, I'm committed to Titan because of the kind of training I had in my early days as a Christian. I had a pastor called Pastor Kilson who 
Train us how to fast. Train us how to pray. Train us how to tithe. And with all the swag, you still keep the principles that keep you moving. So though you are playing, you are a blessed man. I'm showing you a secret that will help your life. Get stuck to the principles of God, irrespective of where you are located. Are you here with me? One of the blessings of a tighter is that the devourer is rebuked. Tight payers become blessed people. Number three, serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Exodus chapter 23 verse 25 to 26. I don't know what COVID came to do to the church of God. A lot of people are still locked down in their spiritual life. Those who used to pray have stopped praying. Those who used to tithe have stopped tithing. Those who used to serve faithfully have stopped serving faithfully. Something has happened to the world. That if you don't take care, some people will never return to their fervency before COVID. But if you want to enter into a blessing, serve the Lord. Exodus 23, 25 to 26. Give me a softer version. Let me run faster. So keep me in the softer versions. If you worship me, the Lord your God, I will bless you with food and water and take away all your sicknesses. In your land, no woman will have a miscarriage and be without children. Simple as it is. I will give you long lives. Serve the Lord. Commit yourself to service to God. Yes, you will pay for it. Yes, you will feel it. Yes, at some point, you will feel like giving up. Yes, at a point, you will feel like, is it worth it? But the Bible is telling us, give us the verse 25 to 26 again. Look at the scripture well. Give me the amplified version. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless your bread and water. And I will take sickness from your midst. None shall lose her young by miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. You will live long when you serve God. Yeah. You must serve God if you want to enter into a blessing. There is a blessing reserved and those are the blessings I just, God will bless your food, your bread and your water. It's a blessing. Job chapter 36 verse 11. There are many people in the church, they are confused. They don't know how to locate blessing. I'm showing you this evening how to locate and you have to be deliberate. You must be patient and pursue it. Follow it. It may delay but it will come. He said, if they obey and serve him, 
They shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasantness and joy. What a blessing. If you obey and you serve God, the Bible said you will spend your days in prosperity. I believe in this scripture and I'm committed to it. Yeah. We must serve God. We must give our all. The odds are against service to God, but we will give our all. The odds are against church building, church growth, kingdom advancement, but we will ensure that the kingdom will keep going forward. Yes. So much pressure. You have to pay your bills. You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to buy land. You have to build your house. You have to do this. You have to get a job. You have to do this. Ah, but in the midst of all this turbulent moment, we must ensure that our covenant of service between us and our God is still intact. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 3, verse 13 to 18. We will never exchange our service to God for anything. Your words have been strong and hard against me. This word is for somebody who thinks that serving God is wasting his time. Look at it. He said, your words have been strong against me. Hard against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said, it is useless to serve God. And what profit is it if we keep his ordinances and walk gloomily and as if in mourning apparel before the Lord of hosts? Give me GNT version, please. As we see it, proud people are the ones who are happy. Evil people not only prosper, but they test God's patience with their evil deeds and get away with it. Then the people who feared the Lord spoke to one another. And the Lord listened and heard what they said. In his presence, there was written down in a book a record of those who feared the Lord and respected him. They will be my people, saith the Lord Almighty. On the day when I act, they will be my very own. I will be merciful to them as parents are merciful to the children who serve them. Verse 18. Once again, my people will see the difference. Say they will see the difference. I said, say they will see the difference. Between what happens to the righteous and to the wicked, to the person who serves me, and the person who does not serve me. May you commit to serving God. Yeah. It brings a blessing. It brings a blessing. Some people have mocked the church. And they've mocked people who have served God all these years. But God said that day is coming. He will make it clear. The difference between those who serve him and those who do not serve him. Hallelujah. Number four. So be encouraged. When you are serving God, be encouraged. And don't be discouraged. The Bible said, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. When you are serving God, you must learn how to encourage yourself. 
because there will be days where you will be tempted to be discouraged and to quit. Number four, support the preaching of the gospel. Support the preaching of the gospel. Support the preaching of the gospel. In your own little way, make sure you give offerings. Make sure you find out a need that you can meet. Be somebody that has been a supporter of the preaching of the gospel. Be a pillar for which reason the gospel is being preached. Philippians chapter 4 verse 15 to 19. The Bible said, you Philippians know very well that when I left Macedonia in the early days of preaching the good news, you were the only church to help me. Wow. So you follow the reading. We have been praying a certain prayer, but it started from here. So let me start it again. You Philippians, not Thessalonians, not Corinthians. He said, you Philippians know very well that when, he said, I'm trying to help you so that when you are praying, you will know the prayers to pray, not to be frustrated. There are some of the prayers you pray, they will not be answered because they must be premised on a certain principle. One day I heard a pastor say, there's a certain pastor when he's praying, he can select the people God should bless in his church. <laughs> Say, Lord, bless this one. Don't bless this one. Because he knows that when God blesses this one, the church will feel it. The impact of the blessing will spread in the church and it will be a blessing. But there are some people, if God makes a mistake to bless them, they will leave the church. So he says when he goes on his knees, he has their names in paper. Lord, bless this one. (laughs) So Paul says, you Philippians, you know very well that when I left Macedonia in the early days of preaching the good news, you were the only church to help me. Hmm. You were the only ones who shared my profits and losses. Follow the reading. More than once when I needed help in Thessalonica, you sent it to me. So the Thessalonica church did not help the apostle. But the church in Philippi, they sent help. They sent Momo. They sent dresses. (laughs) Pastor, quick, 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 Pastor Paul. <laughs> I'm sure he went for a revival and only two people came. He came to his room, he was discouraged. Then a church member in Philippi. <laughs> he has forgotten that only two people were in the revival service. Hmm. Have you received pick, 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 pick when you are dry before? It is like all of a sudden, baby, you don't even know where you are. So he said, only you, he remembered. He said, it is not that I just want to receive gifts. Rather, I want to see profit added to your account. Here then, 
is my receipt for everything you have given me. And it has been more than enough. I have all I need now that Epaphroditus has brought me all your gifts. Hmm. That means they brought more. They are like a sweet smelling offering to God. But they didn't give it to God. Tell somebody labor for a blessing. They didn't give it to God, did they? They gave it to Paul. So you see sometimes, some people preach, eh, 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 eh. we are serving God. We are not serving man. We are serving God. You see, spiritual maturity, when you start growing in the spirit, there are some things that when people say, you will not support them. You will just calm down because you have read scriptures like this. They didn't give their, their money to God. They gave it to the man of God. And because the man of God is on assignment on behalf of God, indirectly, they gave it to God. But they had to look at the man and trust the man and give him their gifts. Were there not poor people in the Philippine church? There was. In the church of Philip, there will be poor people, but they took money and sent to Apostle Paul in Thessalonica. The poor you always have with you. You can never make everybody. If you share your offering every Sunday in church, the more you share, the more poor people will come to church. And the more you make the poor poor. Mm. It is not church offering that can make you rich. It is the blessing of the Lord. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. <laughs> we can decide to share. You'll be shocked. Every day when we share the money, every day we'll become poor. Because the Bible says it is more blessing to give than to receive. So Paul said that they, they are like a sweet smelling offering to God, a sacrifice which is acceptable. And pleasing to him. Verse 19. Now listen. And with all his abundant wealth through Christ Jesus. My God will supply all your needs. And this is where we pray. <laughs> my God shall supply all my needs. According to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. It was not a prayer for you. There was a preamble. You see why sometimes you quote the scripture, it doesn't work. Because there is always a preamble. So after he has said all that they've done for him in his losses and gains, he said, now, my God shall supply all. And this is New Testament, not Old Testament. You people, New Testament people. This is New Testament. Apostle Paul is teaching. Hallelujah. Do not allow your needs to deny you the opportunity to support the preaching of the gospel. When you are supporting the preaching of the gospel, it's a lot of things. You have to look at the place the gospel is being preached. So what can you do for the place the gospel is being preached? Number two, the things that goes into the gospel being preached. 
the things that goes through. So the microphones, the batteries, the chairs, the air conditioning, the organ, the things, the pulpit, the face towel the pastor uses, the, the, the tablet the pastor uses. How can you let God used you to be a blessing. The carpet, the chairs, the fan, the ECG, the water bill, whatever. Number three, the person preaching the gospel. His attire, his shoes, his what, his salary, how healthy he is, the choristers, the church workers support the preaching of the gospel. Support it. There's a church member, once in a while, you buy cloth for the choristers. Sometimes somebody will buy cloth for ushers. The last time somebody came to me, he said, he wants some two people, he can help in secondary school to buy uh, uh, Milo and this thing. What is the person doing? The person is supporting the preaching of the gospel. Support the preaching of the gospel. Find a way. You don't support the preaching of the gospel in your church, but you go and support others in another church. It's like a father who doesn't take care of his children in his church or in his family. Then he goes taking care of people in the community. Oh, you want to go and bless the poor? We have orphanage department. We have outreach. We minister to the poor people. Old women. Me, I want to give to old people. Come. We will show you old people. We want to even build a house for an old woman. You come. I know you, you have had. You there, you don't want, you want to give to poor. Come. We will show you. Your house is burning. You are carrying water to go and quench somebody's house. By the time you come, your properties are gone. Number five, remember the poor in your life. These are ways you enter into blessing. Matthew 25, 31 to 40. Remember the poor in your life. When the son of man comes as king and all the angels with him, he will sit on his royal throne and the people of all the nations will be gathered before him. Then he will divide them into two groups, just as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the righteous people at the right hand. So amongst his people, he will separate them. And the others at his left. Then the king will say to the people on his right, Come, you that are blessed by my father. Who you that are what? You that are what? May you be blessed. May you labor into a blessing. Yes. That is when the church will change. That is when your family will change. That is when your destiny will change. Because you become a man who is blessed. Come and possess the kingdom which has been prepared for you ever since the creation of the world. I was hungry and you fed me. You see that? So Jesus was hungry and you fed. He was thirsty and you gave me to drink. I was a stranger 
and you received me in your homes. Naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me. In prison and you visited me. The righteous would then answer him. When Lord did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you drink? Verse 38. When did we ever see you a stranger and welcome you in our homes? Or naked or clothed and clothe you? Verse 20, 39. When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visited you? Verse 40. Then the king will say or reply, I tell you, whenever you, what, whenever you did this for one of the least important of these followers of mine, you did it for me. Hallelujah. Remember the poor in your life. When you are in the uh, car and the, the traffic and some people come and beg, if you have, give them. Don't insult them. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. When you see that they are coming, then you move forward. Mm. <laughs> Number six. Show seats. Show seats. Seats are powerful. Financial seats. Seats of character. Show seats. Seats of help. Seats of charity. Seats of love. Seas of kindness, seas of mercy. Show them. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse seven to eleven. Am I preaching good? You should each give then as you have decided. So seeds. Let us be a church that know how to sow seeds. Yeah. Sometimes you do well. Sometimes I'll be sitting there. We'll have a program. You give her. The next time you give her. As a God, let us outgive ourselves. Sow seed. Learn, yearn, and desire to sow seeds. When you come to church and they are calling, we need so so and so to sow seeds. Sometimes you don't have the money in that month, but trust God and take the envelope. And believe God that that seed will be planted. I never enter a service without when they call. If I don't, I'll still go and take it. And I'll trust God. Because the field is always available. When you get the seed, you can always sow. And when you sow, you will reap. Become a Christian who sows seeds. Not with regret or out of a sense of duty. For God loves the one who gives gladly. Verse 8. And God is able to give you more than you need. So that you will always have all you need for yourselves. And more than enough for every good cause. May it be your own story. As the righteous, as the scripture says. He gives generously to the needy. His kindness lasts forever. Verse 10. And God who supplies seed for the sower. And bread to the eater will also supply you with all the seeds you need and will make it grow and produce a rich harvest from your generosity. May you learn to be generous. I said, may you learn to be generous. Release your hands. Learn to release your hands. 
Some of you are chiseled. Apostle Christians. They will never give to anybody. Not to the poor, not to a church member, not to their family, not to their pastor. No, they will never give. Even tight card, they don't pay their you. Now, learn to be, he said, oh, give me the tender, let me show you something. He said, and God, let's read it together, one to go. And God, who supplies seed for the sower and bread to the eater, will also supply you with all the seed you need and will make it grow and produce a rich harvest from from so learn to be generous learn to be you will ease your life you will ease your life when God loads you with a blessing discharge else you'll be sweating when you are this thing the guru and you don't have a place you see how you have been sweating hey when when you go and discharge ha learn to discharge Your hands must be opened. It's more blessing to give than to receive. Verse 11. He will always make you rich enough to be generous at all times so that many will thank God for your gifts which they receive from you. Because of time, number seven, honor your prophet, honor your pastor. Honor your man of God. Yes. Labor into a blessing. Honor your prophet. Galatians chapter 6, verse 6 to 10. If you are being taught the Christian message, follow this reading carefully. If you are being taught the Christian message, you should share all the good things you have with your teacher. Hey. Is this one too in the Bible? Is there power? Verse 7. It's clean. You give me NLT. Verse 6. Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers. Sharing all good things with them. Hey, Pastor. I'm timing you. Talk a nice guy, Biana. My bitch now in my coaty Galatians sisters I'm out. Eja said last time, okay. Oh, 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 you remember the scripture? Say every good thing. The keys. <laughs> Verse 7. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the spirit will harvest everlasting life from the spirit. Verse 9. So let not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of what? Not money, blessing. If we don't give up, verse 10. Therefore, what, whenever we have the opportunity, 
we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's a very interesting story in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 9 to 14. Learn to honor your pastor. It can provoke a blessing. Yeah. It's not only when it's his birthday or Christmas. Day. No, no, no. Sometimes in the midst of your prayer, all you need to do to enter into the answer is to sow into. Because if you put an offering on this altar, it's not. It's, sometimes people think that the monies that come in the basket and the altar is for the pastor. No. No. There's an offering you give to God. There's an offering. You, when you put it on the altar, the pastor knows it's not for him. Your tithe, the pastor, I don't carry your tithe home. Live by now, Charlie. If I was carrying your tithe home, oh, there is an offering you prepare for your prophet. It's yours. The same same kutu is a pastor. This is yours. Yes. There are some offerings, eh? When I receive them, ah, you see that your eyes have opened. <laughs> your spirit just, it's like, all your tiredness is gone. So, oh Lord, bless this one for me. Bless this one for me. Oh, that crowd is on the whole diet. I don't know how it works. It, it connects to the gift. I don't think any pastor doesn't know this. They know. Even you, you know. Mumu. Sometimes your prayer answer is not, it's not a, a demon should be bad. No, it's not. When you receive a mumu, you forget. If even you are in the midst of demons, you forget that you are in the midst of demons. Mumu is your magic. Mumu is your, may you receive a mumu that will cause you to laugh. I said, may you receive the moment that will cause you to laugh. Receive the miracle money. So let's read the story. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 9 to 14. <coughs> she said to her husband, I am sure that this man who comes here so often is a holy man. Please watch the scripture. Let's build a small room on the roof. Put a bed a table, a chair, and lamp in it. Let's finish the house for him. And he can stay there whenever he visits us. 11. One day, somebody say one day. Say one day. Elisha returned to Shinom and went up to his room to rest. He told his servant Gehazi to go and call the woman. When she came, he said to Gehazi, ask her what I can do for her in return. The man of God is powerful. <laughs> he carries an authority man did not give to him, but God. It doesn't matter how he looks like. Don't joke. When you see a drunk man of God, don't laugh at him. Don't, 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 don't laugh at him. He's a powerful man. He said, he said, 
asked her what I can do for her in return for all the trouble she has had in providing for our needs. That means in provide, sometimes in providing for the need of your prophet, you will be in trouble. A <laughs> Are you here? Maybe she would like me to go to the king or the army commander and put in a good word for her. I have all I need here among my own people. She answered. That means the woman was rich. Powerful. Influential. So maybe when she was fighting for the husband to build for the man of God, the husband did not like it, but she went ahead to build for the man of God. Are you following? Sometimes you will get married to ungodly people. They are Christian, but they are ungodly. You must insist on doing that which is right. Because when the blessing comes, it will affect you and your spouse. I thought you were clapping. Elijah asked Gehazi, what can I do for her? For her then? He answered. So, in this picture, the husband has not come, you know. The husband has no spiritual sensitivity. Maybe when the prophet comes, the prophet can sense that the man is not happy that the woman has built for the prophet. So the man, the prophet was not dealing with the, the man at all. He was dealing. That is why pastors love their women in the church. When Jesus died, it was women who were going to spice his body. Where were the men? No, Musro. <laughs> May we have more women in this church. May we have more powerful women in this church. Yeah. Women are the people who can lift you up and they are the same people who can bring you down. But you still need them because you cannot do without them in any system. Are you here? Elisha said to Gehazi, what can I do for her then? He answered, well, she has no son and her husband is an old man. Tell her to come here. Elisha ordered one day if I order you, may you be humble to come. Yeah. Pastor Fremi, oh, and then my come. Maybe it's a blessing. She came and stood in the doorway and Elisha said to her, by this time next year, you will be holding a son in your hands. Oh, she exclaimed, please sir, don't lie to me. You are a man of God. But Elijah had said at about that time, the following year, she asked Elijah had said at about that time, the following year, she gave birth to a son. Let me show you something here. In five minutes, I'll close. Listen to me. It's not shouting. When you walk in Biblical principles. You don't struggle to receive from God. It was no struggle. She even doubted the word. She didn't have faith. But because of her honor <laughs> to the man. You see, a lot of pastors can't preach this now because they are afraid that they will bash them. Me. Oh, I love it when you bash it. 
to me, you are a man of God, don't lie. So she didn't believe it. The same thing happened to Sarah. Sarah, when they told her, she ran to the back and she was laughing. These people, they don't know me. Look at me. I'm going to have a child. Sometimes, somebody's faith, and most of the times, they are men of God. They are your pastors. Some of the miracles you receive is not because you pray though. Let me tell you. And then when say, I prayed and the Lord answered, I declared and the no. You can pray, God will answer you. But some of the miracles that come your way is because Moses' hand was up. Some of the interviews you went and they called you is because Moses' hand was up. Some of the blessings that come your way is because your shepherd was on his knees praying for you. Remember, remember Hannah. Until Eli came to pass by and spoke a word. Are you here with me? So when the blessing came, it affected the husband also. Though he also was not involved by the wife. Let me push it further. Let me number eight. Labor for a blessing from the priest or the pastor. I'll show you something today. Labor for a blessing from the pastor. The pastor is just standing in for Christ, working for Christ. He is not an evil man. I'm here preaching. I'm preaching about the Bible. I'm preaching about the word of the Lord. I don't have any book written in my name. Hmm. I'm preaching scripture. Now we come to church and pastor will say, receive a blessing. You will not receive it. Even when you are, you are blessed. Let me show you something. Genesis chapter 14 verse 18 to 20. And Melchizedek who was king of Salem and also a priest of the most high God brought bread and wine to Abraham. Blessed him and said, may the most high God who made heaven and earth bless Abraham. May the most high God who gave you victory over your enemies be praised. And Abraham gave Melchizedek a tenth of all that or the loot he had recovered. This is where I want you to watch. Numbers chapter 6 verse 22 to 27. So you see in the first one, Melchizedek blessing Abraham. Now 22 to 27. Numbers chapter number 6. The Lord commanded Moses to tell Abraham, Aaron, please watch the scriptures. You need the scriptures to grow in the Lord. To tell Abraham, uh, Aaron, I love Abraham. If I give birth to my first child, I'm sure he will call El Abraham. Ahimelech. <laughs> To tell Aaron and his sons to use the following words in blessing the people. Have you seen that? Give me the message version. Let me see how he puts it. Tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the people of Israel. So Aaron and his sons were the priesthood. 
So tell the pastors that this is how they are to bless my people. So pastors are called to pronounce blessings on God's people. Say to them, so this is how. So if it was not important, it would not be written. One of the functions of your pastor is to declare God's blessings over your life. So you are doing something and pastor passed by. Because you are blessed, you are blessed, you are blessed. You must honor the word and receive it. God bless you. May the Lord increase you. May the Lord cause his face to shine on you. You know, you don't stand there and then you don't care because what they are bread? Because you don't know this. He said, God bless you and keep you. God smile on you and gift you. God look you full in the face and make you prosper. In so doing, they will place my name on the people. Do you understand that? When your pastor is blessing you, it is his duty to do it. And as he does it, God's name is placed on you. Yes. So you have to labor. When you never get familiar with your pastor because it can be dangerous. He can come into a service with your blessing. But you say, Pastor, one, two, three, take it now. One, two, three, take it now. Learn to receive the blessings declared from the mouth of your prophet. The last one and not the least because of time. Spend long hours in prayers. Labor to be blessed. Learn to pray for long. For some of you to be one, one hour. For some, it may be five hours, six hours, ten hours, twenty-four hours. On the eighth of May, we'll be doing a prayer marathon from five a.m. to twelve noon. We will pray and pray and pray because that will be the anniversary. We have canceled all the social activity because of COVID. No games, no medical outreach. We have learned to pray for long hours. Labor in prayer. When Jacob, Genesis chapter 32, verse 24 to 28, learned to pray for long. Learn to sit down and pray for long. Alone. Learn to lie down and pray. Learn to kneel down by your bed and spend time praying. Be in that position for three hours. Labor for a blessing. When Jacob was wrestling with God, he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. Learn to labor in prayer. To enter into a blessing. The tenth one is that be planted in the Lord's house. Be planted. Stop gallivanting from church to church. <laughs> it's not a blessing. Be planted. Be planted. Remember in the declaration of the fruitfulness. They, those that will be planted in the house of the Lord. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Plant. 
fight to be planted in the church. Every local church has its own disease. Every local church has its own disadvantage. Every local church has its own problem because you too, you are a problem amongst problematic people. So why do you expect the church to be perfect? No. System-wise, it will not be perfect because it's not an angel playing the organ. It's a human being. You don't play F, you go and play D for you. <laughs> Are you here with me? But you have to fight to be planted in the church. Labor to be planted. Find something to do. Every company is not perfect. But as long as you take your salary there, you will make sure that you keep your position in that company. The security man may not be good, but you get your pay. The building may not be painted, but you get your pay. The MD may not be good, but you get your pay. You make sure that whatever you have to do to stay in the company, you do it. You have to learn to remain in the church because the longer a tree is planted, the more it becomes fruitful. Because there will be many attempts for you to leave the church. There will be many attempts for you because people will offend you. People will offend you. People will condemn you. People will look down on you. And sometimes it will be disciplinary issues. Somebody saw you in the drinking bar and he will speak about it. You don't get angry and move to another church. That means you are not determined to grow. Yes. And number two, 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 five a.m. Only boy beach na kwanswa ojina ubama ufrinfa. Ufrinfa. Then they come and report you. Then somebody confront you. And this says they like condemning people. Oh, oh shame. 5 a.m. standing by the road. Ufrinfa. Ejina kama. Na boy ne big door na ma. Hey, bye bye. I said, God bless you. <laughs> they are condemning please learn to be planted hallelujah rise up on your feet somebody lift your two hands to God and talk to God in one minute the Lord give me the grace he said God gives the work and God gave me the energy lift your two hands and talk to God help me to labor for a blessing help me to work for you Help me to pay my tithe consistently. Help me to love. Help me to honor. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Not to be familiar with the things of God. Help me. Help me to support your gospel. Help me, Lord, to help the poor. Help me, Lord, to stay in prayer for long. Maragada. Help me to delight myself in your commandment. Help me to sow seeds into the kingdom. Somebody pray. 
Ikabala da baba, radala baba baba da gada, reketele bele bebe. Help me to be faithful. Let me be faithful. A faithful steward for you, Lord. Regedose bragadaya. Ikada baba baba. Make me a man that honors you, Lord. Make me a woman that honors you, Lord. Rabaketakaya, lepakatakaya, magadekataya, mekolabadaya, atele mekodaya, atila bada bahanda. Repelegede, eyada la babaya, regadeneme, korabada, zegedegede, maragadea, ekala da balogadaya, ekala da delebedea. Help me, O Lord, help me, O Lord. Rabababababa, rabababa, and Paul said, God give the work, and God give the energy to do it. O Lord, give us the energy to labor into a blessing as a church and as individuals. I will labor into a blessing. I will stretch into a blessing. I will work hard into a blessing. I will not be discouraged. I will not be distracted. I will not be discouraged. Somebody pray for yourself in one more minute. I will serve you, oh God, irrespective of the circumstances. I will obey you, oh Lord. Lord, irrespective of the circumstances, Men and women who honor the Lord, men and women who honor the word, men and women who delight themselves in obeying the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for the grace to labor into a blessing. I pray for my hearers both in and online. That Lord, we will labor. Like Paul. Labor than them all. We will labor. As you supply grace, we will labor to be blessed. We will pray more. We will honor you more. We will obey you more. We will pay our tithe consistently and faithfully. We will serve you all the days of our lives. We will support the preaching of the gospel with the little and the more you give us. We will remember the poor. We will sow seeds into your church. We will honor our prophet. We will receive the blessings declared by your servant. And we will be planted in your house forever. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. Give God a clap offering. God bless you so much. I, I don't know but I feel very blessed preaching this. I pray that you will take this word. Don't let the preaching of God's word be wasted. You will take this word and practicalize it. You personally engage it and see what will happen to you. 
message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.